my beautiful souls, welcome to Humanity Feels. I'm your host, Yasmin Elzamore. This is a space where healing and conscious conversations happen and where controversy meets compassion. Join me on this journey as I dive into the underworld of relationships, sex, spirituality, mental health, and all the things that make us human. You'll also hear stories and practical advice from some of the most powerful coaches, leaders, truth seekers, and spiritual entrepreneurs in the game. With every episode, my mission is to empower you, help you shatter limitations that don't serve you, and inspire you to evolve and expand your mind. So let's heal, break patterns, shift paradigms, challenge the status quo, and rise together. Hi, my loves. I am so stoked for this week's episode. I'm going to be talking about how the practice of feng shui can transform your life. And my guest for this week is Alejandra Brady. She's an interior designer and the author of the best-selling book, I Just Can't Make This Shit Up. And she's also the creator of the What Should I Feng Shui Today Oracle card deck. After 15 years of designing the interiors of beautiful homes and offices, she found herself missing something. So five years ago, while recovering from an unexpected cervical fusion, she took a break from her design business to focus on herself. Her mental, emotional, and physical interior needed a reboot, and she found that in feng shui. She became a certified feng shui practitioner, and this unlocked a whole new world for her. And it was the start of her spiritual journey. You guys, Alejandra is so sweet and so amazing. I love everything she had to say about this practice that is feng shui. And I learned so much. And um, you guys are totally going to dig this episode. I, I definitely know you guys are going to be into it. Um, but yeah, we, we basically broke down what feng shui is where the practice even came from, the history of feng shui, and, you know, tips and tricks on creating a clean, open, expansive, abundant environment in our homes, you know? Our homes are such an important part of our life. It's where we do everything. We do most things at home. And if we don't have um, a, a healthy, expansive energy happening in the home, then... We can't really welcome in great things and we can't really attract and manifest beautiful opportunities and relationships and all that good stuff, right? All the stuff that we want, all the things that we, we desire and we seek in life. So with that being said, I hope you guys enjoy the episode and as always, let me know what you think. Hello, Alejandra. Welcome, welcome to the podcast. I am super, super stoked to have you on. How are you? I am great. Doing good today. Yes. How are you? So good. Oh my gosh. I am looking forward to talking to you and, you know, picking your brain, all things feng shui. Sure. Um, and we, you know, we talked about this offline off the podcast about how I'm like kind of getting into that mind mindset right now and that state of learning how important it is to have, you know, the energy flowing in your home, you know, as, as we know, our home is like our base. <laughs> it's where we live. It's where we do most things, you know, it's where we eat. It's where we shower. It's where we do so many things yet, you know, sometimes there's so much stagnation in the home and we sometimes don't know, understand why or know how to, you know, fix that. 
So right. we're going to, we're going to totally, you know, talk a little bit about that today. So sure. um, before we dive in, why don't you um, introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about how you got to where you are today? Sure. I would love to. Well, first of all, thanks for having me. This is going to be fun. We had so much yeah. fun chatting the other day. I can only imagine where today yes. is going to go. <laughs> I know, I know. We're going to um, flow. We're yes, flow. <laughs> we, are. we are. So my name is Alejandra Brady, and I am a lot of things at this point. There's quite a few hyphens to my name now. So I am an interior designer. I am a feng shui practitioner, a certified crystal healer, and I'm in the process right now of also getting certified in biophilic design. So I'm going to add that um, also to my repertoire. So I think that'll be really a lot of fun and everything complements each other beautifully. So how I got started. So uh, about five years ago, I'm 55, about five years ago, I had to have very unexpected cervical fusion. Mm -hmm. And um, I was working with a client who was into energy. I, at that point, didn't realize that I was feeling what I was feeling. I didn't have words for what I was going through. Mm. And she was the one that actually broached the subject of feng shui as something that we could add to her home when we we're working with it. And she mentioned calling in a person and then she said, Hey, she'll do both our houses and she won't charge us travel time if she does both our houses in the same day. So I said, sure. And I'd been dabbling and looking online and getting very confused. Cause the one thing I do want to let everybody know is that there are multiple schools of feng shui mm, right there there's a few main ones and those are like the landform school the compass school and btb feng shui which is what i practice which is a more westernized version of feng shui right so i was going through what a lot of my clients who seek me out go through where they were getting confused they were reading one thing and it said this another thing and it right. said something else and you know i was doing the same thing and i'm like oh my god i'm so confused i don't know what to do so i said yes the consultant yeah. She came to the home and uh -huh. 10 minutes into being at my house, she just looked at me and she goes, you know, you're going to be doing this for a living. And I just said, listen, lady, like, you know, I just remember thinking, talk, you are super expensive. Just tell me what I need to do to get rid of this surgery and let's move on. I have no interest in being a feng shui consultant. So wow. left, I implemented all the changes she asked me to make and she suggested and the energy in our home changed so dramatically that a month later, my husband, who, if you guys can visualize this, because this is just audio, right? We're not visual. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is all audio. Visualize my husband, arms crossed, standing at the door to our bedroom going, this is just another way to spend money. You're just going to redo the home again. Because, I mean, obviously, he's lived with me for decades. And as a designer, you always want to be changing the home. So he's like, oh, okay. now you have a loophole to change it again. So right. within a month of changing our master bedroom, that's where I wanted to start because I was going to be recovering in a neck brace. Mm -hmm. So I really was not going to be able to do anything. Right. Um, right. Uh, he came in and he goes, so what room do you want to do next? And that was such a shift because I knew I felt the shift in energy, but for right. him to feel it too, it was totally. just amazing. So as soon as I got better, and I could start to do things. We went room by room by room and we're shifting the energy in our own home. So I was my own guinea pig first. And right. when we were just undeniably seeing these results, I looked at him and I said, you know, she said I was going to do this. I think I need to do this. I need, I need to call her and see if she'll take me on as a student. And he said, you do. You need to do wow. that. So I reached back out and I said, hey, you know, remember me like from six months ago and you told me I'm back. <laughs> Uh, well, you know, would you take me on as a student? And she 
offered a certification course. So I closed down my interior design practice and I just studied. I studied for almost a year and got certified un under her. Um, she's, her name's Karen Rock Carter, actually, and she's just a lovely woman. And I always want to, you know, do a quick shout out to her because oh, I love that. It, she helped me get on this new trajectory. So then, you know, after getting my certification, I started combining it with interior design. And so that's kind of what I do now. And the reason I became a certified crystal healer was to learn about crystals. So I knew which crystals to bring into the home to right. help, again, amplify and enhance the energy of the space. I don't touch people. Like I don't do sessions where somebody comes and lay down and I do a crystal grid. I mean, I right. learned about it because it was part of the curriculum, but I, yeah. I, I learned not your thing, right? You know, I just kind of studied and concentrated on what crystals come into what areas of the home and to what areas of the Bagua and what are they good for and how do they help the inhabitants of the wow. space. So I just kind of use all those different modalities and now biophilia is going to come into it. So I'm super excited about that. And that's bringing in more of nature into your yeah. home. Um, and the reason that's so cool is because feng shui is super subjective, right? There is no right. real based research on feng shui other than right, people right. telling you to feel better. Biophilic design, on the other hand, is very science-based. So yes, totally. Fairs, you know, or when when I get called into a home, if the husband is like mine with the arms crossed, I can <laughs> have something to present to him that will show him that, you know, changing these spaces or whether I'm working in hospitals or schools yeah. or, you know, commercial buildings really, really will help the feng shui and enhance the whole thing so that people thrive in those spaces. Yeah. So I, I love it. It's like my life's purpose. Then that opened the door to meditation, you know, changing the energy of the home, opened right. the door to being curious about other modalities. So I started mm -hmm. meditating. And then during the meditation, I got told I was going to write a book. And just like the feng shui lady, I said, no, thank you. And, you know, here I am. Denial. With a <laughs> book on Amazon. And I'm just like, okay, I've stopped. I've stopped saying no, um, because it just makes it all the harder. So then when I got told early last year, so early 2022, to create a feng shui card deck for people. I was like, okay, fine. Just tell me what you want. Tell me what you want to channel to me. Let's not make this one hard, you know? And three weeks later, I won't I deny said, yeah. this one. Yeah, I know. It's like, hey, you know, you know, when you tell me this strongly. So, you know, three weeks later, I, I had a deck. I found a designer to put it together for me. I found a distributor and boom, boom, boom. That one went so easily because I just stopped fighting and I listened, you know? Right. So, yeah. It's been a wild ride the past five years. Oh my God. I love it. I always love hearing people's stories when it starts with that catalyst, you know, that yeah. like, I, I mean, it's always so fascinating because you and I talked about this the other day, how sometimes, well, most of the time <laughs> humans have to go through these like difficult challenges and transitions in order for us to really step into our purpose and our mission and like what we really came here to do. Right. And to peel back these layers. So I just want to say it's really, really inspiring and so empowering that you were able to not not stay in that victim mentality but instead use that to your advantage and turn that pain into power you know which is something that I'm so I'm all about you know I love doing it in my own life I love like helping and, and allowing other people to transform as well and inspiring people to like step out of that out of that place and you know essentially to help them live healthier better lives which is what you're doing with feng shui yeah. You know, Absolutely. and it's more of the visit, it like really starts with that physical home, like that idea that 
depending on, you know, we'll totally get into what the purpose is and what, what feng shui is by definition, but just in general, you know, like knowing that the home is the base and it's where everything begins, it's where everything starts for you and knowing like where to put certain things or what to use in your home to make it feel like spacier and more expansive. It's just so special. So, so special that these tools exist, you know? Yeah, no, I agree. And I mean, it's, you know, six, thousand year old modality and say so, you know depending on what textbook you read and learn from right six thousand years um right. what i also find is when i come in and start shifting energy in the home for people they make other life changes which are better too yeah. you know, like you were saying the health and wellness people will start eating better if they feel good in their space if we go in and clear out a pantry and just feng shui it and really make it beautiful and optimal people will tell me they are eating healthier. They are cooking more at home. They are doing better things. Their children are, you know, being recipients of all this. If we put out the fresh fruit and the bowls, which, you know, you can put them out to call in abundance, but then you're eating that food. So you're also eating abundance and you're eating things that are better for you. So impact on a much bigger scale than Mm -hmm. just I'm putting this in this area to call in like it really is an overall, and as you know, everything is connected. Nothing is separate from exactly. anything else. Yeah. So when you really start to focus on that, you're like, oh, okay, I get it. You know, and what's closest, I was trained in, you know, what's closest to you has the most effect. So next to me standing right. here, the food and the liquid that I put into my body, mm-hmm. you know, the products that I put on my skin. So I mm-hmm. talk about all of this on Instagram because it's all connected to me. It may not sound like feng shui to talk about clean beauty, but it is. It is. Yeah, absolutely. Energetics. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's what you eat. It's what you put on your body. It's the clothes that you choose to wear, how you wash them, how you take care of them. And then next to that, it's the spaces you're in. Yeah. Yeah. So those outgoing, you know, closest to you to farthest from you, like whatever you are immersed in is going to affect you one way or another. You know, so you absolutely. might as well put it to affect you in a positive way. Why yeah. not? I fight it. You know? Yeah, absolutely. No. And I love what you said about the fact that, yeah, we are all connected and everything is energy at the end of it all, you know? So it's like when we start to improve one area of our life, everything else starts to like follow suit. It will. It's the same when you're in a toxic relationship or a toxic friendship or just something that doesn't serve you anymore. Once you start letting go of these things, you make space for other things to come right. in. So the same, I, I assume it's the same in the home, you know, the universe, you know, the universe hates a void. So yeah. when you clear something, it's going to want to bring something else in. So you need to be super intentional. You know, feng shui is also a very intentional practice. Right. You need to hold that intention of, you know, I am clearing out this for X reasons to call mm-hmm. in Y reasons, you know, because otherwise yeah. you're going to want to fill the void. But, you know, I always tell people a lot of it is revolves around clutter too. And I'm not like a cluttering maven, but I do talk a lot about clutter because it is a big part of feng shui too. And I tell people, think of whatever the most amazing thing, physical thing that you would want to be gifted would be, you know, for some people, it's a trip for some people, it's a handbag for some people, it's just whatever jewelry. If your hands are full and someone's trying to gift it to you and you can't take it, you know, right. that's, that's what clutter and having a home that doesn't have good space and good energy does to you. Like, it doesn't matter how amazing this thing is that you're trying to be gifted, that the universe is trying to get to you. If your space is not in a place to allow that to come in, 
you're not going to get yeah, it. Totally. You know, totally. so you need to create that um, foundation for yeah. the universe to fill in with what it is that's going to lead to the life that is important for you. Because it's 1, different for all of us. You know, I say that to people all the time. They're like, well, the wealth corner. I'm like, well, what does wealth mean to you? To me, wealth means being able to go on amazing trips, mm -hmm. you know, to beautiful locations around the world in style. Like yeah. I'm not puffing it and in a hostel. Like that is what wealth would mean to me. Same. So like yeah. my wealth corner, <laughs> my desk, I have a photo that I love of my husband and my son and I before I graduated from college oh. in Germany, you know, on a trip. And yeah. uh, whenever I do a wealth adjustment, I actually just did one a couple of days ago. Uh, was that just yesterday? That may have been yesterday <laughs> that I was doing an adjustment and just kind of clearing out some stuff. And wow. And my husband just comes down and goes, oh, so our friends are going to go to Italy in May. Let's go with them. Yesterday. And I'm like, seriously? He goes, yeah, let's go. So I don't oh, wow. know a trip to Italy manifested itself yesterday. We're going back to Amalfi, which I love that area. Oh so, my God, a dream. You know, that's that's what working with this energy can do. I mean, it can just bring in things that you don't even expect, even better than you think of for yourself sometimes. Oh my God. So I I, I feel chills just listening to you yeah. say that because so it's true, right? And it's so, I love, love, love what you said before that it's intentional. Absolutely. As everything is in life, it's, in, it's our intention. It's based off of like, you know, the intention that we set for everything we move into, you know? Mm -hmm. So yeah, you're right. When you're like, you know, letting go of a certain item in your home or a person or a situation, like what's the intention of why you're letting this go? You know, so right. you, can, you can actually open up the space for something new, something better to, to walk in. It's so amazing. I remember, this was probably a few months ago, I watched this YouTube video and I was like, you know, just like looking around for feng shui stuff too, because I'm, <laughs> I'm into it. And I saw like this lady was talking about how she had so much clutter in her home and she was like overwhelmed by the amount of clutter. She couldn't think straight. She couldn't do anything. She was not productive. She was like low on energy. Like she could feel the stagnation. And as soon as she started to declutter and let go of these items, she was like hoarding on like holding on to all these old sweaters and jeans and things she wasn't even wearing you know she didn't even care for anymore and she said that as soon as she started doing that she started like you know get people started gifting her <laughs> new pieces of clothing and she started doing like brand collaborations with so many so many companies and they were giving her things and she's like I opened up the channel of abundance you know because so I let go and I cleaned out I decluttered my space and I was able to finally surrender to what was coming into my life you know so it's a practice it really is a, a spiritual practice of letting go and you know letting go of that control and that like desire to hold on to things that don't resonate anymore it's also letting go of um a state of lack yes what I find is that people are in a state of lack you know people are hanging on to this broken piece that they've super glued five thousand times because they're worried that they won't be able to replace it. So yeah. the universe sees that as you're always in a state of lack. So you need to be able to let go, whether it was expensive or not. You know, I mean, in our case, actually, what I was letting go of in the bedroom when I redid the bedroom that I was mm. recovering, I was letting go of some super expensive furniture that was never supposed to be in that room. It was actually for another house that fell through. So it was... Mm but I had to keep it because it was super expensive. 
and it right. never you felt bad throwing and it I, out, you know? Yeah. yeah. So, you know, I was afraid to let go because, oh, well, I paid so much money. And I find that with a lot of clients, that's a big conversation with clients. It's so like, sure. well, but this was super expensive. I'm like, but you haven't worn it in five years. or You haven't used it. Or when was the last time you pulled it out of a drawer, out of a cabinet? And people have a very hard time parting with things um, that are either super expensive, right. that have a lot of sentimental meaning, but no purpose. Yes, yes, for uh, sure. You know, inherited items are a big one. And I had to deal with that too. When my parents passed, I got so much stuff from their house that didn't look anything like my house. And it took me years to let it go. But when I finally did all the feng shui work in my own home, I donated it. And so it became somebody else what they really wanted. And it just never had served me. And that's when the energy started shifting because it just wasn't me. But I was oh. keeping it out of obligation. So you yeah. keep it expensive. You keep it out of obligation. Um, you keep it. Because like an ex gave it to you. Oh my God. People who come to me and want a new partner. And I go into oh. all the stuff from the ex, from jewelry to letters to stuffed animals. And I'm like, you are not going to call in a new partner when your old partner, who obviously it ended for some reason, right. you know, still here. Yeah. Their, their energy is still there. To release this, you know, and that can be really challenging. I actually had to apologize to a couple of my clients. When we sold our home of 25 years and moved to our, um, it was our secondary home in Sedona, but it became our permanent home during the pandemic. Right. I actually went through that, you know, clearing everything out and thinking about what I was going to put in storage versus what I was going to let go. I'm like, Ooh, this isn't as easy as I always tell everybody it is. So it's hard. I get it. It's hard to let go of some stuff. It's hard. Um, Yeah. And even when we moved into our new home now, I saw some of the stuff that I saved that I couldn't get rid of. And I'm like, why did I ever keep this? You know, after being without it for two years, I'm like, right. why in the world did I keep this? And we have gifted so much more stuff that we thought we could never live without two years ago. Wow. So it just really is interesting. You know, a good practice is to put things that maybe you're not sure of in a box and put them in your garage, attic, storage space, whatever you have for a month if a month later you can name absolutely everything that's in that box you can keep it yeah that's a good practice remember what it is you you can't remember what's in there you'll remember maybe one or two things and if those are still important pull them out and let the rest go oh my god that is so I'm gonna do that (laughs) I'm thinking about that because I tend to have this like you know, this, this, like, I latch onto things, you know, really mm-hmm. strongly. And it's for the same reasons, like, oh, but that's real. that was expensive. I spent a lot yeah. on that. Or this is sentimental value, like a family member, or a good friend of mine gave it to me, you know, or an ex gave it to me, but I, I still like it. And I still enjoy using it. But there's that stagnation to it. It doesn't necessarily feel good when I hold it. Yeah, but that's what like, there's a disconnect, you know, and like the things that we own sometimes, because we know on some level that we shouldn't have them in our home, you know, that it's time, it's outdated, like it's time for for us to let go. But then that the ego is kind of like, no, right? (laughs) Right. my comfort zone, it's comfortable, it's what I know. And, you know, letting go of this means that it's, it's over, it's done. I'm never looking back, which again is, I get it. It's a very scary concept. Like I understand I'm, I've, I've gone through that, those phases too, but I think it's, it's so important. It's a, it's an, it's a daily practice that we need to get into is letting, letting go, learning to let go. And that starts, you know, again, with the things that we own, the, the material possessions that we have, um, that, you know, that, 
it's from other people that don't serve us anymore that we've outgrown. So that's a really good practice. That's a really good practice. I'll, I'll tell you what, I have had clients and I will include myself in this. I did yeah. um, a really big clean out when I had my, my neck surgery because mm. I could no longer carry the big, huge handbags. And I'm like a really big sucker for expensive handbags. That's like my bad thing. It's um, guilty pleasure. Shoes, you know, it's like shoes and handbags. Yeah, um, for me it's shoes. I couldn't carry them anymore because of the weight on my neck. Right. So I go into my closet and I gifted some to my nieces. Um, my my son didn't have his fiance yet or she would have had a good day in there. Um, but I gifted them to nieces. I gave some away. And then I actually sold a whole bunch on Real Real. And it took a minute. Like they went from my closet to a box in the guest room. They sat there for a couple of weeks. And then I finally started packing them up and letting them go. And I kid you not, within like two days of sending them, my husband came into the room and he goes, I can't believe you did that. Like, good for you for letting that go. And I'm wow. like, thank you. So what's the one person you've always wanted that you've never gotten? And I told him what it was. And he goes, well, then is there a size that would work with your new limitations neck wise? And I'm like, of course I can find something, you know, <laughs> I'll make it work. <laughs> Let go of all those order something that you thought was going to be out of reach totally. and wow. I mean so that was amazing you know I mean that wow. was incredible another thing that I find that people tell me a lot is they lose a few pounds when they clean out the closet like if you do a really good clean out yeah you really let go of some stuff people will say that they lose a couple of pounds here and there because you're carrying that weight energetically too. So when you're releasing it, it's releasing from your body physically a lot of times as well. So yeah. I, I've had quite a few. I'm not going to say everyone because I don't want right. people to promise that. And then they're like, you know, going to DM me mad that they didn't lose Like, can weight. I lose weight this way? Right. Um, <laughs> but more often than not, people right. will lose between two and four pounds after a really good clearing, purging session of their clothes, especially stuff that belongs to them. So right, closet, right. shoes, clothes, handbags, you know, your personal items. Yeah, which is, yeah. again, really I, difficult to let go of. Very. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've had quite a few people that, that that has happened for. And so then, of course, that gets them all excited to then keep going, you know. And again, it's all connected. Just oh, like my clear God. It's fascinating. Like, yeah, it is. It's an amazing practice. Oh, my God. So, Alejandra, what would you say in one sentence is feng shui? So it literally translates into wind water. Feng okay. is wind, shui is water. Okay. Wind means energy, shui and, and shui will mean prosperity. The water wow. will mean prosperity. Okay. So what we're doing is harnessing energy to bring in prosperity. Oh, beautiful. That is just yeah. like so it's so <laughs> straightforward too. I'm just like, yes. <laughs> I love hearing it. <laughs> so it started so many years ago when Chinese emperors hired these philosopher type people right. to find the most auspicious locations for burial grounds for their ancestors mm -hmm. for temples for their palaces you know and what royalty right a lot of royalty absolutely right. so what mm -hmm. these people who were in charge of looking at the land you mm -hmm. know that's why the first school is called landform what they were looking for is they were noticing well so what happens if the palace is at the very, very top of the mountain? Well, the wind can come and take it away. Wow. What happens if it, the palace is at the very bottom? Well, the river can rise during a wow. flood and take it away. So they were trying to find that sweet spot. 
right. that balance of having protection behind you. So let's look at the middle of the mountain. You have protection behind you. Wow. You've got prosperity flowing in front of you. And you've got the wind way up high that's harnessing energy for you. Wow. So it's finding that sweet spot and that balance and harmony in your space to just create the best living environment possible for everybody in the space, in the home. Because it affects everybody. So people always ask me, well, what if I believe in feng shui, but my spouse doesn't? doesn't matter if you're doing the work in the house everybody in the space is going to be positively affected by it exactly it doesn't hurt to and, do it you yeah. know and I clear or do a salt burn or something my dogs you can tell the difference like they just go and chill it's like I gave oh, them a yeah. volume after yeah. I clear the house yeah 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 you can tell totally like mm -hmm. exactly it's not about believing it or not you know it's not a religion <laughs> it's just more of like it's not and actually yeah. that's Great point. And I would like to comment just a tiny bit on that. A lot we of do. times when I do my workshops, that's the first thing I start with. What is feng shui not? Or, you know, what isn't feng shui? It right. isn't a religion. It isn't a belief system. Right. It isn't witchcraft. Um, <laughs> you know, people think that's a big one. <laughs> you know, it, it, I know, but people think it's all those things. So it's just a way of harnessing the energy that's already around you to your right. benefit. Yeah, you exactly. Know? It's not going to hurt. Yeah. And then another big one that people always say, well, what happens if I don't believe in feng shui? I'm like, feng shui doesn't really care. <laughs> you believe exactly. in energy is there. You might as well work with it instead of fighting it. Exactly. You know? Exactly. It's yeah. So it's like feng shui doesn't care if you believe or not. It's, it's you know, totally, totally. Yeah. It's just about how you use the energy, you know, like you said, yeah. use it to your advantage. It's not going to hurt to mm -hmm. try different things in your space and see what works and what doesn't for you. You know, if anything, it's exciting to see if, like any channels can open up, you know, in your space. I always encourage everyone who starts diving into this to keep a journal, you know, okay. and I the beginning too. So any okay. adjustment, any change, anything that you're doing with intention to improve your space Right. write down what you did and the day you did it and why and mm. it's really fun to look back and see how long it took to notice a change I oh. did a really big clearing on this house yesterday and today well then then the Italy trip happened and uh -huh. then they literally about 10 minutes before I got on with you we just got a box and it's fresh avocados in line I have no idea who it's from oh my god no surprise <laughs> Just a random gift for absolutely no reason you wow. know like okay like I'll take it. <laughs> it you know but I mean it was addressed to me wow you know? and like there's no so it's always really fun to see what happens and what little things happen and some of them can be really big like the Italy trip some of them can totally. be really small like you know a, an unexpected gift from a secret person i hope they yeah. tell me i can thank them but totally you know, yeah unexpected things will start to happen when you intentionally start changing your space for sure and it's all based off vibration you know when we're yeah. vibrating higher then that's what we're going to attract we're going to attract people that are on the same wavelength we're going to attract opportunities that are like oh my god i never thought i'd i'd, I'd get this opportunity right. but clearly you're doing something right if you're up there if you're attracting things that are you know benefiting your 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 mission your purpose your career your home your relationship whatever it is, you know, so that's, it's a game of energy. That's how I see it. It really is just a game and we just and have to learn how to play it. <laughs> if somebody had told me five years ago at the beginning of all this, you're going to have a best-selling book on Amazon. I'd laugh and silly. I'm not a writer. I mean, obviously I guess I am now. I'm right, right. Totally, totally. But you know, 
never. I mean, my friends that have known me for over 30 years, when they're, they're like, you're writing a book. I'm like, yeah, I don't know why the fuck I'm doing this, but I'm doing it. You know, <laughs> I, from nowhere. I didn't even think it was going to be published. You wow. Know? I mean, Look at it's, that. It's, it's just so crazy what can open up if you give it the chance. And I, the dreams will be much bigger than anything you could have dreamed for yourself. Cause that is not something I, it seemed, that would seem too big. Right. You for know, sure. For like, sure. that, that just seemed out of reach and like, why, and who cares what I would have to say? Nobody's going to want to read this. Right. Um, but so that's me thinking small and that's yeah. me staying in my comfort zone. I don't want to put myself out there. Yeah. You know? Fear, fear and of putting yourself fears. out there. Yeah. And then when I just did it scared anyway, here we go. So oh God, I love it. really cool things can open up things way bigger than you thought opportunities, way bigger than you thought people that you never thought you'd come in contact with. I mean, it's really fun. It's been wow. such a journey so far. I can't wait to see where it goes. <laughs> oh, I love that. I love that so much. I feel so like the beginning. Oh, totally. It is. Yeah. Like it's again, it's the unknown. It's like walking the path, having the faith to walk this path yes. and it like, surrendering and knowing that yeah letting go of certain things or people or energy in my life might be difficult but in the end it, there is a reward to that and it will come up it will show up in my life somehow and, you know and there's that too I don't want people to think this has all been just a bed of roses you know anytime okay. anyone's going through a spiritual awakening and that goes beyond the feng shui just a yeah. spiritual awakening in general you know you are lose people in your life yeah um, and you I certainly have and you are going to get people who don't get you. And, and, you know, that's okay. Because once again, the universe with intention, I always, when it was really happening and I was like, a lot of my friends were just not gone, but not into it. And certainly not yeah. wanting to discuss it or have anything to do with it or talk about it. And I was so excited to share with everybody all this stuff that was happening. Hear it. Um, you know, you just have to set the intention to please bring you the tribe that you need to support you. Yeah. And so then those people started coming in and I started making way for new people that I probably otherwise would never have crossed paths with. That's and now they're some of my closest friends and I still have my friends for 30 plus years. Of course. But yeah. For a few of them, it might be a little bit more of a superficial friendship, you know, just yeah. not diving into this stuff because I also yes. have honor and that's a good thing for everyone to remember is, you know, we're all excited about it. We all want to talk about it. You and I can sit here for 10 oh my hours. 1,000%. <laughs> but you also have to be cognizant that if somebody isn't in that space and they don't want to talk about it, you have to honor their journey too. And their boundaries too. Yeah. And not keep bringing it up if they clearly don't want to have a conversation about it. 1000%. Yeah. It goes both ways. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It's, It's learning, learning to read the room, learning to read the other person's energy too, knowing like what they're okay with, what they're not okay with. If this is not their jam, it's not their jam. That's fine. You know, everyone has different obsessions and different interests and all that, you know, and it's okay. We can walk different paths and still respect one another, you know, and we're all on a different journey. We are. Not everybody will open up during this life, you know, but there's an incredible amount of people opening right now. So I I think that's rising, you know, almost daily, if not minute by minute, but there are people that will make it through their entire lifetime in this go around without wanting to go there or being able to go there for whatever the reason is. It's not their time to go there, whatever the case may be. 
So, right. you know, those are the people that are going to challenge us the most, but they might be some of our greatest teachers in the yes. end. Oh, I love that you said that 1000%. They definitely challenge us. They definitely trigger us and we trigger them too. For sure. know, our wounds, our shadows, our insecurities are all come up, <laughs> all yeah. come up to the surface. And feng shui does that too, brings up your shadows. <laughs> <laughs> it brings up your insecurities. It brings up your fears. And the th- again, the things that you're holding on to that, you know, you need to let go of. Right. Yeah. Right. yeah. It just does it more through the material. 1000%. You know? Exactly. Mm-hmm. What are some things that should be avoided in feng shui? Oh, let's see. How am I going to approach that question? Yeah. I don't think that anything is good or bad. Yeah. Right. Feng shui. You know, I mean, there isn't really, you will see all over Instagram. It's like, you know, this is bad feng shui. Like people always yeah, say, yeah, yeah, yeah. bad feng shui. Yeah. Um, cactuses are beautiful. They're living beautiful things, specimens. I love all plants. So you might not want to put something like a cactus though, maybe in your love and relationships area. So oh, we work oh, off yeah. of a Bagua map. And again, okay. I know you guys can't see this, but you can go to my website. It's alejandrabrady.com and you can download a free Bagua map mm-hmm. and you can work off I'll of that. I'll make sure to link it. Yeah. Yeah. So that people can, can kind of, cause I'll refer to it as we continue the conversation. And so sure. people can know what I'm talking about. Definitely. So, yeah. um, I'll show you cause there's one in my card deck. So I'll just pull yeah, it out so you can see it and see what we're talking about. So this is a Bagua. So okay. PB feng shui, um, okay, the home or the space yeah. is divided into nine energetic spaces representing the nine main areas of life. Oh, so you okay. have career okay. and life path. You have skills and knowledge. Mm. You have a family gua. You have a wealth gua. And guas are just areas. Okay. A reputation. Now, that can mean if you're looking to be famous, it can help you with that. But it can also mean how you're seen in business. Interesting. So it doesn't necessarily Your recognition. Mean wants to be famous, right? I mean, it's like, you know, I oh. have no intention of it. Although here we are. It's happening. Yeah. Um, love and relationships. Okay. Then children and creativity. Beautiful. Uh, Travel and helpful people, which is actually the space I'm in for my office downstairs happens to be in travel and helpful people. So I love that. That works really well. And then in the center of everything is the health. So oh, those are the nine essential areas of your life. And isn't that funny? Health is attached to all the other ones. Yep. It's, always, the, right? it's the basis, right? right. The foundation. So people come to me and they're like, you know, how do I make more wealth? I'm like, okay, so we can look at the wealth. Well, but if you don't have skills and knowledge, Nice. You're not going to get to the health. Well, if you don't have helpful people, right? you're not going to make, you know, you're not going to get much wealth. If you're not healthy, what does it matter? You know? <laughs> exactly. So it's it's all true. Connected, right. right. It's all connected. Totally. So I would say, because I see that so much all over social media, I would say my take on cactus is I would just keep it out of the love and relationships, love and, relationships yeah. and maybe the family one too, because cactus are prickly. Yes. So think about that. You don't want prickly relationships with your family. You don't want prickly relationships with anyone that you are intimate relationship. And now loving relationships can also mean more than just intimate relationships. It can be relationships. Yeah. 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 Um, But you know, if it's not family, it would be in loving relationships. So Mm -hmm. if you do absolutely love your cacti specimens and you want to have them somewhere in your home, you can put them in fame and reputation. So the really fun part of the Bagua is there's so much to it. It's so in depth. So there is a color to each gua. There is an element to each gua and there is a shape to each gua. So the fame and reputation 
The color is red. Think of fire. That's the element. Power. And yeah. shape is pointy. So wow. since cactus are already pointy, it's pointy like a triangle. Think of a fire, you know, the way a fire yeah, yeah. But since cactus are already pointy, it would be the least um, detrimental to your home in that space. You yeah. know, and if you really wanted like a cactus on your desk, so you put it directly across from where you're sitting. You're sitting right, in right. the rear at the bottom and then you put the cactus in front of you in fame and reputation. And again, just set the intention. Right. Um, that's a big one. I mean, to me, clutter is the biggest no-no in feng shui. You know, I mean, to yeah. me, you know, having a lot of clutter, having stuff shoved under your bed because yeah. energy cannot circulate around your bed. Um, if you want to attract a relate, if you're not in a relationship or if you're in a relationship that feels unbalanced and you mm -hmm. want to call in a balanced partner or you want to make your current relationship more balanced, right. you would want right. two nightstands that are the same and two okay. lamps that are the same because you want to create balance for both partners. Oh, you know, if oh. you've got a bed shoved up against a corner and there's one nightstand and one person has to jump over the other one to get to sleep and they're rolled up against a wall. It's unbalanced. That's a good and point. That is yeah. saying, I just want to be here by myself. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So so that would be another one that, again, it's not a feng shui don't, but it's just like, how how can you do something a little bit better? For sure. Yeah. How can you improve? You know? yeah, yeah. Yeah. How can you improve? Um, another big one, I think, is your front door. That's always oh. super. Apartment. And I know you're in New York City, so for you guys, it would be your apartment door. Apartment door, yeah. Your door you have control over. Yeah. So if you have a home home, then making sure that your front door is painted and it's in good shape, it's in mm. working order. Your front door is associated with the career area of the Bagua map. Mm. So when people call me in and say, you know, I'm stuck in my career, it's stagnant, I'm not moving forward, I'm facing a lot of obstacles. The first place I go to is the front door. Is it working? Is the hardware sticking? If the hardware yeah. sticking and you're feeling stuck in your career, okay. Totally. Is it full of boxes behind the door so you cannot open the door? Yeah. You know? Totally. So all those need to be cleared out. Um, I do a ritual every new moon. So you're going to mm -hmm. air this Friday, right? So that gives us time. So on Saturday to Sunday is the new moon coming up. So perfect time, guys. New, Lunar New Year, new moon coming up. I do this once a month on the new moon. I wipe down my front door. Mm, yeah. And then if I, like if something's going on and I feel the energy's off and I need to clear, I'll do it more than once a new moon. But I, I'm specific on doing it for every new moon. Wipe mm. it down and then I'll take a drop or two of rosemary essential oil. Rosemary equals protection. Oh, nice. And a two of basil essential oil, which brings in prosperity. Oh. And add it to your your rag, whatever you're wiping down, just water, you know, wipe it all down front and back, clean the hardware, make sure it's super clean. Everything's in great shape. Make sure it's not squeaking. It's working. If right. you have lights that they're not burned out, if right. you've got right. pants that they're in, you know, alive and in good shape. And if not deadhead cut, get rid of, add fresh, right. um, you know, make sure it's painted. If you can, if you have any say so over that, if not try and call it in and get them to come and paint it because it affects yeah, you. It does. Um, yeah. Doormat, yeah. If you can have a new doormat, the lunar new year, um, just like the traditional new year are great times to get a fresh doormat yes. to welcome abundance into your yeah, home. A new, a new, um, a fresh new start. Totally. Yeah. Always, yeah. always. So those are all some really good tips because 
we can do, and I was just having this conversation with um, a friend at lunch who's new to all this. And so she oh. had all these questions for me. I know, it's so fascinating. <laughs> outside part, I just want to work on the inside. I'm like, well, you can do all the work you want on the inside of your house, but if the energy isn't getting to your house because it's crappy outside right. and it can't find your house because things are overgrown, things are dirty, things are ugly, you know, whatever, you're not really helping yourself because step right. one is to get the energy to the house. Yeah. You'll so, be going in circles, I feel, you know? Right. Well, if you're just making it harder. Again, you're making yeah. it harder. So the front door is the mouth of chi is what we refer to it in feng shui. It's yeah. like your mouth. It's where you take in air. It's where you take in nutrients. It right. keeps you alive. Yeah. It keeps you alive. Mouth, it's pretty hard to stay alive. Yeah. That's so, so good. Throwing up your mouth and not being able to use it yet. You want amazing health and energy inside your body. It's not going to happen. Totally. You know, totally. you know, it's, it'd be pretty hard for that to happen. And same thing with your windows, if you find yourself mm, and again, for apartments, you know, you don't always have control over those things, but you can clean the inside. Yeah. Um, you if can do what you can. A lot of big decisions and you just are not feeling clear, clean the windows. The windows are the eyes of your home. Wow. That's fascinating. So those are some two really, two really big ones that make a lot of impact for not a lot and sweep, whatever you can sweep. If you can get out in your little front porch and sweep, 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 because you're sweeping out the old and you're welcoming in the new by sweeping. Um, if you can't, you know, I don't know what limitations everybody will have in apartments, but for single households, you know, that you have a front stoop or an entry sweep. Now, one caveat for that, for both, for both kinds of new years, you don't want to sweep yeah. on New Year's day. You want to make sure you do it beforehand. So you want the energy to come in and linger on New Year's uh, Day. You don't yeah. keep away good energy that's coming in for the new year. Totally. totally. That, I mean, I've gotten to the point where I sweep probably every other day. And I used to get a blower and go blow, you know, and think I was doing a really good job. And um, I was talking to another feng shui practitioner and she's like, no, think about, you know, when you travel and all those little shop owners are out there sweeping their front door every morning. There's a ritual to the sweeping. I'm like, that is yeah. beautiful. And that makes sense. And I'm going to adopt that. That's so amazing. If there is something different than just, you know, taking out the blower and trying to do it, you know, by force. Oh, yeah. Just go right. out there and do a sweep with intention of clearing yeah, it. Yeah, romanticize so, it, you know? Yeah. Allow in the fresh. So totally. I also. love that. What's your opinion on mirrors? Because I've seen stuff online about like There's not a having a mirror in front of the, the bed because it welcomes in a third party or something. Is that true? So, uh, <laughs> yes and no. It all depends on you. And a lot of feng shui depends on you. For me, 150%. And okay. I wrote about it all in my book. So anybody who wants to can read about that. Beautiful. I'm a person who has seen people who have passed since I was a child. So, and again, I didn't link all this together until I started writing. Then it's like all the dots started connecting themselves. I'm like, oh, that's what's been happening to me. Wow. I've been a medium for all these years. Um, but I didn't. Surprise. You know, all these things were happening that I didn't have language for. So um, since I was a teenager that I can remember, um, I had a situation where my boyfriend came into the room in the middle of the night and said goodbye to me. And I woke up the next morning. It was a Sunday night going into Monday. I got up the next morning early and I walked into my mom's bedroom. And this is mid 80s. I was a teenager in like 84, 85, you know, right. so really mid 80s. 
um, bad hair, all that stuff. <laughs> and I walked into my mom's bedroom. And I, the reason I use a time frame is because there were no cell phones. There were no TVs right. in our room. There were no phones in our room. So there yeah, were yeah. no computers. There was no communication devices in our room. Right. But I walked into my mom's room, my mom and dad's. And I saw my mom, you know, like on the old fashioned receiver uh-huh. and her eyes were red and she was crying. And I go, I don't want to go to school today. And she goes, why? And I go, cause Fonso, his name was Fonso, Fonso died. And she just looked at me and he goes, I go, he died. Right. And she goes, yes, that's what she was getting the phone call for. Mm. And she goes, how do you know? And I go, he came last night. He just, it was so matter of fact on my end of things. Oh I my go, God. I have chills. And you know, and she goes, you don't have to go to school, you know? And so that was the first time it happened. And um, he left me with a message to give his mom. So we went and saw his mom and I told her I saw him and he was okay and everything else. Um, and it was a very violent death. It was a drunk driving accident, unfortunately. Like oh, his shoulder got ripped out and he bled out on the side of the highway. Oh my God. The real caveat to all this is everybody in the car died. My parents didn't let me go on that trip. Oh and my. I fought and kicked and screamed and went into my bedroom and threw a tantrum and everything else. And everybody who went on that trip died. Oh, so that is crazy. it was not stories like that happened. That's crazy. It was not. Like, yeah. Divine intervention. You know, you're being protected. Yeah. Yeah. 16 or so at that point. Cause I just started dating. Um, wow. So fast forward. And, and then when I think about that room, I had a dresser at the end of my bed, like a makeup mirror dresser and then I had two closets that were mm-hmm. individual the house was built in 1920 so it was an older home beautiful older home with lots of molding and stuff but two closets that had mirrors on the doors so I had three mirrors facing my bed wow so fast forward I'm now an adult I'm married my mom passes and right when she passed, you know, after I got home from dealing with everything, going back home and coming back to my house in Tampa, she sat at the foot of my bed for five nights. And on the fifth morning, I woke up and I told my husband, I'm going to have to go see a psychiatrist. I'm obviously losing my marbles here, you know, because she died all of a sudden. She dropped it of a heart attack. So there was no goodbye. There was no closure. Oh God. And I talked to my dad that day and I told him, I said, I'm so sorry to burden you. And he starts crying. He said, I've been waiting for a sign to know she's okay. She never came back. So then when he passed away six months to the day later, he showed up. Now I started understanding. I'm like, okay, so what is the message? The message was to let my sister know he was okay. Cause she was the only one left, right? Yeah, it was just of course. And, I left. Totally. and then never came back. So for me, yes, they are 100% portals. I have also had some dark experiences when traveling um, that I wrote about, but it's too long to get into here. And again, just because when you are open, you're open, right? Um, And somebody was coming to me for help in that situation, but it scared me because I didn't understand what was happening, you know? Oh my God. So once um, I understood that and I understood that they can be portals, I took them all out. I, I cannot have anything in my bedroom. So yeah. I have it like in the closet and in the bathroom with closed doors, you know, right, because right, you need right. them. They're things that you need. They're practical. Yeah, mirrors are, yeah, they're and, necessary too. And for a lot of feng shui enhancements, they are amazing. Like they're, right. they double. What they amplify. Doing. Yeah. Absolutely. They amplify. So they're doubling, they're amplifying, they're enhancing. So you don't want to get rid of your mirrors. You just, if you're very sensitive or any of this resonates with you, or you're like, oh my God, I can't sleep at night. I feel like there's other people in the room. I'm working yeah. with the most beautiful 12 year old little girl right now who has all these abilities oh. and her mother, thank goodness 
is so open to understanding that because she has them too, that she brought me in to help her little girl redo her room. And of course, when I walked in, there's, um, you know, uh, an armoire that's all mirrored. Her yeah. nightstands are mirrored. Oh her boy. <laughs> makeup table, all mirrored glass, you know, the smoky mirror, everything was mirrored. And she's like, there's people in here every night. I will not sleep in here. I will go to my parents' bedroom. I'm like, well, of course. And she's super sensitive. Yeah, of super. course. So if you are somebody who is super, super sensitive yeah. and you having trouble sleeping or problem sleeping or have stories like these, try taking them out. If you can't take them out, cover them at night. Cause sometimes you can't take them out. They're glued to the, you know, your wardrobe or whatever. Totally, so totally. cover them at night. Some people doesn't bother them the least. They love having a mirror and seeing themselves there. I have one client who um, has a very good sex life with her husband. And she's like, oh no, we want the mirror face. And I'm like, okay, have at it. You I was so just thinking like, that. I was like, yeah. oh, some people love that. You it's like, great. I'm like, you sleep great. You love it. Have at it. You know? <laughs> right, so right. That's why it's a yes and no. I don't, that's why nothing is good feng shui or bad feng shui. It all depends on the person. It all depends on the situation. And it all depends on how it affects the people in the home. You wow. know? There yeah. just isn't a blanket statement for yes. everything. There's no black and white function. No, it's a gray area. Yeah, like what I try to put out on Instagram are just simple hints of things that you can do. But Which obviously, if we're going to do a one-on-one -on -one consultation, then we get really, we do a super deep dive into your personal space and to how things are affecting you. Right, you right. Know? Oh. Yeah. And each area of the bog was also associated to body parts. So like if somebody calls me and it's for health reasons and let's uh, just say that they're like, there's a lot of hip problems, mm -hmm. I will go right to the wealth corner because that's the area that's associated with the hip and joints. You know, someone's having a lot of foot issues. Let's mm -hmm. go to the family area. A lot of eye issues. You know, let's go, which one's eye? Now I can't think. I think is courier. I'm pretty sure Is that it? one's courier. What about skin? The skin's a big one, I feel. Skin kind of goes into health. Health, because yeah. So, it's everything. It's the largest so organ. Let me see. Yeah. Let me see. I, I'm usually pretty good at remembering all these. And sometimes um, at the moment, I can't. Um, let me see. So knowledge and self-cultivation is your hand. Okay. Family is your feet. Wealth and prosperity is your hips and like knees. Oh, Fame wow. and reputation is your eyes. That's the eyes because it's how you're seen. Ah, right. Love and relationships is all your major organs in the wow. body. Okay. Children and creativity is your mouth. So think about Ooh. it. You're using your mouth to create, you know, yeah. uh, helpful people in travel is your head. So if somebody gets a lot of migraines or a lot of headaches, I will go look at that area of their home. Right. Um, and then the center is anything that I didn't already cover. Career is your ear. That's what that one is. Career is Normally your ear. I have to look at the bog one, then it all comes flying back to me, you know, cause we're, yeah. So that is fascinating to me. That is it so, really is. there's just so much that you could learn about yourself through feng shui. It's like, you, yeah. you literally can transform your life. It's amazing. And, and the Bagua helps you become like a detective. That's you know? what I was thinking. So, yeah. So I come in and people are like, whoa, you know, if they just start talking to me and I don't know anything and they're telling me, oh, we're having hip problems. I'm like, well, let's go look at this area of your house. Or if they walk me through the house first and I yeah. see uh, something that's very off balance, I will ask, is anyone having hip issues in the house? How did you know? Are you Oh psyched? my God, that's It's talking to me. The home is always talking to you. You're always in conversation with your home. So it's just a matter of understanding 
each other and what you're, what the home is trying to tell you. You know, if there's a lot of leaks, if there's nonstop leaks, um, it means energy is draining out of your home and you're losing energy and resources and usually prosperity. Wow. If I see a fireplace in the wealth corner, the first thing I will ask is, do you feel like money comes in as quickly as it goes out? Yes, I feel like money is just burns up. Like, well, there's a fireplace in your prosperity corner. So yeah. you start to see patterns and I've done so many over the years of now. Yeah. You know, the patterns. So I'm, I'm able to pretty quickly most of the time kind of figure out what the top maybe three disruptors for this particular house are. And that's what I tell people. I'm like, you know, we'll take notes for the whole house, but let's work on the three main ones right. and see how the energy shifts. And that's another thing I would say to everybody. You don't want to do it all at once. You right. want to go piece right, by right, piece. Right. Because as energy shifts, it will affect other things, you know? And, yeah. and I will have people that if you are very unhappy in your career and we do feng shui adjustments, then you lose your job. You know, and it's like, well, you lost your job for a reason. That probably means that something else better is coming, but it does yeah. scare people at the moment yeah. that they work on their career area and then they lost their job. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. They have to be ready for, for things like that that might happen. Totally. Right, right, right. So, wow. Yeah. Wow, Alejandra, that was amazing. Oh my God. I could literally talk to you for hours. Like, this is so good. I'm like going to book a session with you because I'm just, like, this is really good. To. Yeah, it's, it's just really fun. And there's so many layers. That's the yes. thing. You know, yes. Um, it, it never hurts anything to just no. add a plant, you know? But then yeah. people are like, well, I'm showing the house. I'm like, no, that's not it. You know, yeah. that's not Way. like just moving things around people think it's just about rearranging your furniture yes. and it's so much more layered than that it's more layered yeah it's more intentional yeah. than that for sure yes for sure. Yes. yes so amazing Alejandra thank you thank <laughs> oh, you for so coming welcome. on you are so sweet you are such a bright light and so inspiring and so so great in so many ways I'm so grateful that we got to do this um where can people find you so they can like connect with you I know you said your website I'll, I'll write everything down yeah. but you know, any offers that you might have or any special programs or anything like that, you could totally I, share. I, sure, sure. Well, the easiest place I think is Instagram because I'm pretty okay. active on there. So, okay. you know, and through Instagram, there's the link tree that has access, you know, you can get the mm -hmm. book, you can get the card deck, you can do all those things and you can schedule the one-on-one -on -one consultations with me. Okay. Right now, I'm not yet at the point where I've had a lot of requests for to start doing online courses that people can, can yeah. do. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm not there yet. You know, 2022, right. I published the book, published the card deck, moved from Sedona, moved into a new house. A lot. <laughs> Our son's getting engaged you know, or got engaged and we're planning a wedding. And I'm just kind of like, I'm just trying to take a breather at this point and kind of yeah. catch up. But you never know, maybe 2024, I'll come up with some courses. So right now it's just the one-on-one -on -one consultation. Right. Right. And then of course the card deck allows you to kind of do your own version so the card deck that i created has 77 cards okay. and that can you can get that on amazon or through you know my website or through instagram all three okay. i'm gonna um, get myself a deck <laughs> there's, yeah, there's 77 cards by the time you're done going through all of them you will yeah. have touched every area of your home and mm -hmm. if you have a garden or a garage i also give tips for those areas as well so it really encompasses everything so you can kind of be like your own little feng shui consultant. If, if you're not ready to do a one-on-one -on -one or you don't right. want to, do, that's not calling to you, then this is a great way to kind of dip your toe into it. I made it right. super easy to understand. 
super easy for people to use different time frames. Some things take five minutes. So right. what people are telling me, are, and so what I encourage people to do is pull a card. If it feels like it's going to take more time than you have, pull another one, you know, totally. and do find totally. one that works in the time frame that you have. Totally, but I yeah. ask that you complete that task before you put that card back and go to another one. Don't leave a whole bunch half done because that's not accomplishing anything. Exactly. Um, I have people who bought it as family gifts. And then what they'll do is all the kids pull. Everybody oh, nice. all family like on a Saturday morning and then they have all weekend to complete whatever their task is that's you know cute. and yeah. they said that they had a lot of fun with that but the kids are working on their own rooms and organizing and doing their own things right. so that's it's a fun to- way fun way to yeah. clean declutter yeah. you know it seems to be a fun way that people are enjoying using it I've gotten really good feedback from that so that's probably the best way to get to me right now and what I'm doing at the moment Uh, you know, things can always change. Like I said, a year ago, the book didn't exist, neither did the card deck and here we are. So never know. (laughs) Yes. Never know. (laughs) A wedding is what will happen. (laughs) (laughs) You've had so much going on, you know? So yes, yes, there's a lot, but so many amazing things. And I'm so excited for you to keep growing and, you know, continuing to dip your toes in, in the practice and like expanding, you know, all the things that you're doing. So thank you so much, my love for coming on. I so appreciate it. And we'll be talking soon for sure. Absolutely. I I know we're going to stay in touch. We're going to be fast friends. (laughs) Oh, for sure. I already feel, I'm like, I'm going to book that session now. (laughs) Whenever you want, we'll get done. All right. Have a great night. Thank Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Happy Lunar New Year as well. Thank you. Same to you. (laughs) Bye. Bye. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Please share this with someone you love and don't forget to subscribe. If you're interested in working with me, find me on www.yasminelzamore.com and make sure to also follow me on Instagram at yasminelzamore for some daily inspiration. Love always, humanity feels.